by minutes, project number five. It's Silverado this time, that's no jive. By Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote the show. Better settle up now, kids, cause here we go! Howdy and welcome back to another episode of the Silverado Minute Podcast. Each week, Movies by Minute hosts examine the 1985 Lawrence Kasdan directed Western Silverado. One minute of screen time per episode. I am Mark Campbell. And I'm Jason Amon. All right. And this week, we begin with uh, Tyree and Mustache deciding not to go upstairs and check out the rest of the saloon. And ends with, uh, we get some Goldman splay. It's all, it's all splayed out. Well, bloom splay. Bloom splay, bloom splay. I like bloom splay. Bloom splay. So, and this is, this is a, just, you know, a little bit of sentimentality here, but this is our last minute with, with everybody. Is. I'm sorry to say. But yeah. We've had a great time. And we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll save our speeches for the end of the episode. Yeah, okay. I, I got mine out. I got mine ready to go. <laughs> I have my, my team of writers working on mine right now. In the, in the back. Um, so yeah, they, um, I mean, they, they, you know, mustache came in the back door, Tyree checked out the front of the house and then they left, but there is a big staircase and there's an upper level to this whole place. Do you think they should have gone up there? Checked they, it out just in you case. You know what? They, they, they did not do a very thorough search. I must say mm-hmm. they, they looked in the back yet yeah, and he, and Tyree, did a quick glance an ocular survey of the saloon itself but you know if they'd actually done their job and looked in you know crevices or dark areas they might have you know found what they were looking for but they didn't Mm -hmm. they are bad deputies they are bad law enforcement yeah they um yeah they they you know you shouldn't rush at your job you know so no you gotta you gotta be happy in your work and do it Mm -hmm. right that's why I always they're, say, Mark, always say. <laughs> they're also, yeah, well, yeah, whatever. They're, <laughs> and they also back their way out of the door. Um, so they don't see what's behind them. Not that there's anything except the bank behind them. But uh, yeah, so they decide that, you know, the job is done. He's not here. He definitely cannot be hiding anywhere else in this place. Right. Okay. And let me let me let's go back a couple minutes. Are we to infer that Tyree and Deputy Mustache saw Jake going into the saloon? I mean, Jake made a production of coming into town and kicking down the door, and and then you know, next thing you see are them running up to the saloon. So they know he's in the saloon, right? They know he's in the saloon, and and Mustache, you know, Ty, Tyree, I guess is a. I, I guess he's superior to Mustache because he's always pointing to him. De- where to De- I, well, I guess I got to stop you. Deputy Mustache, please. He's a civil servant. He oh, I'm sorry. What did I say? What did I say? You just, you just keep calling him Mustache. It's Deputy De- Mustache. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I will uh, be a little bit more respectful. Uh, so Deputy Tyree is, uh, he is a deputy, right? Yeah. He he is directing Deputy Mustache um, to everywhere in, you know, pointing him which way to go. So I guess he is superior um what were we talking about oh yeah we're talking about that they know full well that he is in that saloon and they do not do a thorough search they do not they don't so 
So I like what what are they like? He couldn't have gone out the back. He couldn't have gone out mm-hmm. the front. What where, where are they where are they going? Where are they thinking? Where are they thinking? Now I'm starting to get worked up just thinking about how inept these two are. And we call know. them deputies. Do you ever there are tax dollars like pay for their salaries. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> they are. These are government employees right here. They, they are. They are. Do you think this falls within their job description? You know, um, Jake hasn't done anything except, you know, do you think they could actually arrest him for breaking into a closed saloon? Yeah. Well, I mean, was it, is it closed? Like the, there's nobody so, okay, there. The, and this saloon also has it has two sets of doors. If you if you notice, it has you know the those you know mid. You know, I don't know what they're called. called? The saloon as saloon doors. The swingy the, doors. The swingy doors. It also has you know a regular, you know, full full framed doors that you know you'd lock up the place. The full frame doors they weren't locked, and the swinging doors were are established there open. Well, how do you know that the full doors weren't locked? I mean, they got swiftly kicked by Kevin Costner and, and you know, they probably didn't have Schlage locks on them back then. You know what? I'm making, you're right. I am making an assumption. I apologize, mm-hmm. everybody. So <laughs> here's, a, here's a question I have about the, the little, you know, half swingy doors that have the little dip so shorter people can see over them. Um, why are those even there? What, what, to what what is their purpose? Is that kind of the old west version of a beaded curtain? That's what exactly what I was gonna say. It's a beaded curtain. It's it's you know the old west just as much as is now as today, you know, just did things for style, I think. And that was one of the th- things well, they did for style. Do you do you think that those are meant to like so if the if a family is walking by on the streets that by on the streets that little Timmy doesn't see, you know, a lot of the, you know, the, the sin and debauchery that is, that is happening inside the saloon. Is it to kind of protect prying eyes? So, so Timmy can't see, but mom and dad can. Yes, yes. that's true. And then they tell them to just wait on their horses and tie them up and mom and dad go in. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I, it's, it's interesting. I wonder, I wonder where those first came from because they really, they don't keep the wind out they don't keep the dust out they don't keep the people out um but they're they're cool they swing those are they have well engineered um uh they have well engineered uh uh well engineered uh hinges on them spring hinges yeah so anyways i'm I'm sure there is a actual architectural purpose to them not architectural but you know there, there is a purpose to them that they were used and so ubiquitous in that time, I'm sure. Okay, okay, cool. Um, so, Deputy Tyree and Deputy Mustache uh, yep. um, head out the doors and decide to go in two different directions. And the next thing we see, where, where, oh, Siri just thought I asked her a question. Uh, where is, uh, where's Jake hiding? Where is Jake hiding? If where could he possibly be? Oh, is he is he just hiding under a a, a bar bench? Yeah, uh, he's he's, he's, hi- he's hiding under Stella's ramp that allows allows Stella to reach things. He's hiding up. They see. Uh, back to my point, they did not look very well for Jake. That was that's that's it's a good hiding place. It's a fine hiding place, but you know if I maybe maybe I'm just looking through my eyes because. 
if you know my kids hiding somewhere i'm looking in every little corner mm-hmm. and under everything. oh yeah i'm sure you are too mark oh Your yeah are hiding yeah you know behind the shower curtain you know in closets all that yeah. sort of stuff they didn't open a single i mean yes okay deputy mustache came in the back door and so apparently he he looked through the kitchen and all that sort of stuff but uh um yeah so um i ask you this jason have you ever worked in food service or at a I, bar i did uh you know in high out of, in high school and out of high school i was uh worked at a like a italian restaurant in like the kitchen mm-hmm. would you ever want to lie on the floor behind a bar Never. or in a kitchen <laughs> I know, and I've cleaned up those floor. I cleaned up kitchen floors many times. No, you, you have you. Pretty much all commercial kitchens will have the these mats, these strong, thick rubber mats that you place down to that have holes in them, and it's like kind of collects the food that falls, but still yes. underneath is disgusting. Yeah, and and protects you from slipping on all the moisture and stuff. So, uh, but I'd say Stella, you know, obviously the old West didn't have those mats, and uh, but uh, luckily for Jake, I, she keeps a fairly tidy, tidy bar back there. She does. No, it's mm-hmm. very. But I mean, like I don't, I don't, I don't know how much food service goes on directly behind the bar. So maybe it's just a bunch of spilt whiskey. And they didn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, what they had like sarsaparilla back in the day they didn't have real soda pop getting the floors all gross and sticky like they do nowadays mm-hmm. no you you just spill some whiskey on the floor it's 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 gonna be like water it's just you yeah. just mop it up yeah i wonder if i wonder if uh, jake should have had a shot of whiskey before uh uh heading out to do his uh his uh daring feet outside the, the good stuff that stella keeps or the the, the oh yeah the good stuff oh the swill the good stuff. only <laughs> the, the good swill. stuff only the good stuff yeah yeah so and uh, yeah, Jake, uh, Kevin Costner displays his youth by hopping over the bar with ease. Something I wish I could do. Um, um, I'm, I'm probably Kevin Costner's age right now and, and I can't do it. So that's, yeah. that's, that's my cross to bear. But anyway, uh, yeah. what, you know, what follows, you know, is probably one of the coolest, you know, moments of this movie, I would say that it sticks out. And this is, and this right here, what we're going to about to see is the reason Kevin Costner is the star that he is. I, will say. I, I would say that had, no. Okay, I, I'm, I'm taking it back. I was going to posit that, um, or I'll ask the question. Do you think that um, this scene alone, like had Jake just been behind the bar and kind of shot them as they exited and haha, got you, and done that instead of doing this, you know, awesome feat of, I don't know, what would you call it? What would you call it? How he, how he dispatches of the deputies. It's not even like, it's not even like gun, like it's a gun trick or whatever they, they call those, those guys. Mm. It's, it's just being, it's cool. It is just yeah. Western cool. So a, a standard, you know, what you'd see if they, he was just shooting behind the bar and he got them and it was, it would just feel like any other scene, but this is, this is quiet. It's suspenseful. And he, he just does, he's just so cool about it. He's like James Bond almost, you know? So does he, do you think that, um, had it been a standard shootout within the bar and he got him, uh, instead of being able to have this very heroic moment. And as everybody probably knows, we're talking about the, we have, uh, we have, a uh, deputy uh tyree going off to tyree going off to the right and 
Deputy Mustache going off to the left. Kevin, or I'm sorry, Jake backs and backs out of the bar very slowly. Slowly backs out. Doesn't you know with his back facing? You know mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's backing out. That's what I'm saying. He's at the he's at the he's at the corner of the boardwalk. He can he can see one to the right and one to the left, and lets out a little hey, and uh, they swivel and he and he takes them both down. Yeah, just a little hey, and you know draws both guns at the same time and takes them both out at the same time. And it's very cool and good camera work, good like pacing. Everything works about this scene for me. And and, it, and a rather heroic, uh, the camera lands on Costner, um, you know, reholstering his guns or is it holstering? I don't know. Anyway, putting his guns away and um, just kind of, you know, stoic, like for the first time, like is, is is Jake finally is is he putting all the playfulness aside now? He's you know he's it, has has he become a man here? That's that's kind of how it reads to me. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he does have a very like stern, stoic look on his face. The that youthful you know playfulness of him that he's shown through the whole movie is is not there at all. He, this mm-hmm. is taking care of business. Yeah. So uh, I have two questions. My first question is, um, had it been a standard gunfight in the bar and he gets them and then he walks out and goes on his, you know, looking for other things uh, rather than this rather um, unique way of dispatching his villains, it kind of turns him into a, a, a cool badass hero. Um, uh, did this help propel Kevin Costner's career? Had this scene not happened this way and played out in a more mundane fashion, would Kevin Costner not be quite as, you know, people walking out, who is that guy sort of thing when they left the theater of this movie? I, I th- you know, that's, that's, that's a very good point. Like, let's see. So this is, this is very early, obviously, in, uh, in Costner's career. I'm mm-hmm. just, uh, I'm, on the internet right now looking up what what came after this one do you know mark off the top of your head he had he had american flyer but after after this one so after oh yeah american flyer oh after this one was the untouchables and no way out 1987 Mm -hmm. so there you go where's bull durham falling all that that's 80 88 yeah yeah so yeah that's i i could see i could see this scene being you know I, I wasn't there. You, you might be able to confirm this or not, but I could see this being the, the, the scene that gets, you know, the audience cheering real loud. Yeah, I right? agree. In the theater. I agree. I agree. Now, if you were, if, 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 if you were um, transported into this scene and you had to do the job that Kevin Costner, that Jake is doing right now, and you had backed out of the saloon, you have a gun in each hand or you're getting ready to pull him. That's it. He doesn't have his guns out. He doesn't. He, he just, he does it on a quick draw, doesn't he? Oh, he quick draws. No, that's that's even cooler. Yeah, he's... yeah, he quick draws. So he he's playing around. He's playing with them. Um, but would you have done that, or would you have had your guns ready and not called out and just so they have wide backs as targets? I mean, okay. So this he... is actually something I did consider when when watch rewatching this minute is, you know, any western you see the. You know, it's as a form of macho-ness and machismo, you know, manly men. The most cowardly thing I feel like you could do is shoot somebody in the back, right? Yeah. 
that's True. that's a that's a very western trope it's shooting someone mm-hmm. in the back and that's yeah. that's the act of a coward so so you can see like jake is an honorable man i would say in this that he does give them that that word of warning to so that they do spin around so he can yeah get away with it and saying he did not shoot anybody in the back you know what so, i'm saying yeah so his motivations i guess could be they they could be have a little bit of honor to them that that he is not going to draw until they draw yeah he gives he gives them that chance but at the same time at the same time he is being jake and he's being a little bit of a show-off and having a little bit of fun a little bit of fun for jake Mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. but i mean just even like you don't you don't here's an interesting thing about this whole scene too from from the moment he you know he he leaves the where his hiding spot and goes to the door and looks where each person is and then he turns around and you don't see his face at all until after he's killed them. So you, I mean, so you have to imagine like kind of like what his face is. I don't think he's doing the goofy Jake smile. I think he's has that stone face the whole time that you see when they do the cutaway to to him after he's killed them all. So I think he's, yeah, he's completely in a in a zen mode right there the whole mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And, yeah i i think he he's transformed here i think he's he's finally deciding that you know it's time to grow up a little bit yeah yeah but also i mean but the whole thing with him like transforming that's how it reads to me but i nothing from the moment he era you know he rides into town all screaming and hooting and hollering that he's here to time to start the ball to when you know he decides to kill each person it doesn't seem like anything that would like change his initial his original mindset you know what i'm saying yeah i, well, I don't know what exactly i mean maybe i'm like looking way too deep into this what would hmm. change his what would why would this would be the turning point for his character but that's how that's how it reads to me that it is the turning point yeah yeah but I, how, yeah, how is it any different than him killing any other two people that he's he's killed a lot of people in this movie already he sure has yeah yeah who knows? Maybe it's just uh, he overcame a great challenge, and and uh, there we go. Uh, did but... did him and uh, Deputy Tyrone? Did they have? I I can't remember. It has been like Tyree. A few since I, Tyree. Tyree. Since I watched watched the whole film, did they have any interaction really before? Oh no, because he was uh, he was after his woman, right? Jake was hitting on Tyree's girl, so they did have some established uh, conflict mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, no, no. Thinking about okay. now, like that works better to me. Uh, I yeah. just had to work it out in my head. So, A plus. There we go. There we go. All right, and then uh, our minute ends with uh, with Slick displaying how slick he can be. Yep, he's got his leg up. He's got his hand, you know, just caressing a, a passed out. Uh, oh my goodness, her name's Ray. Ray, a passed out Ray. Yeah. Just waiting. It's like a, yeah. a cat waiting for a mouse almost mm-hmm. and uh yeah and uh he he seems quite casual considering that he's you know that considering what's going on outside he seems to be kind of like just kicking back taking it easy yeah and what mm-hmm. so what is it with the you know why doesn't he have his gun out just ready I don't know. Is this and a actually, thing with like Western do people just is it just an honor thing of you know it's it's not cool just to have your gun out and ready for someone to walk in the door. You have to really show off and draw. I get yeah, there's a certain code. There's a code of conduct. 
Yeah, an un unwritten code. Um, if you actually freeze frame it um, down around second fifty-eight, you can you can see a little glint up his sleeve. So I think that uh, that that mm -hmm. has got that has got to be the Derringer. Definitely. Yeah, mounted somehow in his sleeve. Um, and that ends our minute. There's not really yeah. much there. Yeah. What What is he waiting for? How do we know? We don't have any more minutes. We don't know. We don't Somebody else is going to have to. We're going to hand this off to um, the next host. Oh, our time has come to an end, isn't it, Mark? Our time has come to an end. And I just want to say uh, thank you, everybody, for uh, putting up with us for a week. It's been yeah, fun. Yeah, thanks though. for listening to us, Goose. We're just yeah. a couple of schlubs from Seattle that like movies. Yeah. You might have heard us on the Indiana Jones Minute. We were guests. We also uh, on the Patreons. Actually, what's the Patreon? No, I went to the main feed. I think during their hiatus, uh, we did a we did a Star Trek Four and a View to a Kill episodes. If you want to check those out, they're fun, good time with the guys over there at the Indiana Jones Minute. But um, listeners, we thank you for listening this week. Uh, and you can find the Silver Auto Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play or at the main site, silverautominute.com. If you're on social media, why don't you check out the Midnight Star, the Silverado Minutes Listener Saloon over on Facebook. Probably a lot of good, good chat going on over there. Some fun stuff. Or on Twitter at Silverado MXM, which I assume means minute by minute. Um, so, and uh, join us here next week for some new hosts next time on the Silverado Minute. And uh, by the way, why don't you check out moviesbyminute.com? There are hundreds of other Movie by Minutes podcasts over there. Name a movie. There's probably a podcast about it. Go listen to Jim O'Kane do Andromeda Strain. It's fantastic. Airport. You will love George Kennedy forever after watching Airport. Airport 75? Yep. Airport 77? Uh, Star Wars Minute. Indiana Jones Minute. Lots of good stuff. For any 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 sort of taste, go check out moviesbyminute.com. Check out some other podcasts. Go walk the dog. You have plenty of content to listen to over there. And uh, join the next host next time here on the Silverado Minute. Thank and you all. for the last time, we're gonna say, yeah! Thanks, everybody. It's been a lot of fun. Bye bye. We got some fun too. Bye bye.